Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Going to be a fun, sort of different podcast today as Cade Cunningham, number one overall draft pick, the Detroit Pistons in the NBA draft coming up here. Cade is a super professional 19-year-old who I talked to him about the fact that he is seemingly more mature than me, which is confronting, but you got to name it when it's so, and Cade has something going on. I talked to Michael and LeBron. He's also a vegan, and we started right there, which is who he's working with this week, but I thought it was an interesting conversation, so I left it all in there. 19-year-olds are normally not vegans, super mature, and perhaps going to be an NBA All-Star someday. Obviously, that is the goal. I am back from Field of Dreams. Drove a Chevy Suburban $80,000 car west to Dyersville, Iowa with a stop in Davenport. And what a vehicle, by the way. I should not have been allowed to command such an operation, but it was fun. Would have been a great vehicle to listen to the Windy City podcast. It would just, you know, the, the speakers were such high quality. But the event itself was just unbelievable. You get down the dirt road, just like you would imagine, and I'm pulling into the parking lot two and a half hours before the event, parking lot 75% or more already filled. I'm deep in the back of the lot, took a good 15 minutes to walk up to the movie site, which was before the actual baseball stadium, and it was hot. But people were just having a great time waiting in long lines to take pictures with people dressed up in White Sox uniforms. For a second, I thought they were actually White Sox players, but that wouldn't have made any sense. They were out there earlier in the day for the media, but taking photo shots. But here were some, you know, movie characters, if you will, taking photos, people waiting in line to walk out to the mound and take this picture. And I'm going to stand in front of this movie prop and wait. 10 minutes to take this picture. And I literally did not hear anybody complaining about anything. They did not have enough souvenir stands. Lines were an hour long to get a $45 t-shirt. I missed the sixth through the eighth inning to get my buddy, super vendor, Darren Kopech, a t-shirt for his daughter. And I'm texting him as I'm in line. Here's the options. 
He's not responding. And I get all the way up to the front. They don't have any they don't have any large or extra large, so nothing for me. He never responds. And then, of course, 30 minutes later does. So I stopped on the way out and again waiting in line to hook up my guy. Just know that when you're a friend of the carm, I will go to the end of the earth for you. But so miss the sixth or the eighth, and we're debating, should we go back in? Should we not go back in? Should we go back in? We go back in. My buddy Dusty Liston the police chief for the University of Iowa, make that Iowa City, not the university, he works for Iowa City, but of course, very much with the university as well. But I went, we went to college together, Dusty and I took Spanish, we both had no idea what was going on, but somehow we got through, actually Dusty didn't get through, Dusty left Spanish, I made it through three semesters of Spanish in Iowa City, thank you very much. But so, a little reconnection for me, and... So we're making this decision. Dusty wants to go back in. We go back in. Thankfully, the Yankees hit the two bombs. Tim walks it off. And right before, I was just for the drama, to be honest. Like, White Sox have already won the division. Who cares? This is not a super important game. And so when Judge is going deep and Stan's going deep in the ninth, I'm kind of amused by the whole thing. And then Tim's up there, and I'm like, walk it off, Timmy. And then he does. With the coolest reaction ever. What a night, right? White Sox, you'll never forget that one. And I know that last week on the pod I took shots at Field of Dreams and how corny it is, and if you build it, he will come. If you build it, they will spend inordinate amounts of money for T-shirts, memorabilia, and tickets. StubHub prices were you know a thousand bucks a seat for last row in the corner. Not that there was a bad seat in that place. And I think some people paid five grand to sit in box seats or whatever it was because it was a first time event. Sure. They'll be back next year. And I guess the Cubs are rumored to be playing, but the first only happens once. That's why you listen to the Windy City podcast. And it was historic, like field of dreams became field of reality, all that stuff. And I'm trying to wrap my arms around like what it is for people Father, son, daughter, family, catch, time is endless. You can come back. Nothing's over. You can get the connection. It's all beautiful, right? I want to have that moment with my dad that I didn't have or want to have it again or over and over again. And just like the, we're just going to have a catch. It's just, it's Americana. We're going to eat an apple pie hot dog. We're going to drive a Chevrolet. All just beautiful stuff, which is why they should keep the game going. Now, which they will. So it was an awesome experience. Real fast on the field, Liam Hendricks has given up two homers. Craig Kimbrell gave up a bomb last night. So did Hendricks. Sox losing. Don't worry about the White Sox bullpen. Those guys will figure it out. They're, They're allowed to have bumps in the road. But it is interesting to me. Who do you go with in the ninth inning, Tony LaRussa, and how do you figure that out? Because to me, Kimbrell is superior to Hendricks. But Hendricks has been doing it, and he's been doing it well for the most part. Although, what now, 11 homers he's given up this season? It's a lot. Kimbrell's given up two. That seems like perhaps an easy decision when you compare it that way, but... That's why Tony gets paid the big bucks. White Sox rolling along here, 11 games up, trying to win the rubber match as I'm recording this on Sunday. 
I am taking off this week. We'll be in the woods. So I appreciate you taking a little pause with me, and we'll be back next week with the full Cubs and Sox and whatever else, Bears. Should talk some Bears. And we'll get that going, too. Justin Fields looked good. He looked good, which is super exciting. So I know it's the preseason, but just seeing him run around, seeing him throw wide-open touchdown passes, even all of it was beautiful. Uh, We'll have a ton of football coming up here in the fall. But I think you're going to enjoy this conversation with Cade Cunningham. First overall pick, the NBA draft. He's got... uh, He's got some challenges ahead of him, especially with figuring out who the greatest of all time is. The Windy City Podcast is brought to you, as always, by Manscaped. That's right. Go to manscaped.com. Put in that promo code FANSIDED20. You get 20% off. You get that free shipping. And you get the Performance Package 4.0. That's right. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Toner, the Performance Boxer Briefs, the Travel Bag, the Weed Whacker for your ear and nose hair trimmer. God, the nose hair is so irritating. Does puberty seriously ever stop? Why does there have to be hair coming out of my nose and ears? So embarrassing. Like After the fact, you're out and you just look in and you see that maybe for me, like I'm on TV or something, not that you can really tell even in HD, but I've got hair all over my ears. Would you pay, please pay attention? I mean, it's not as bad like a full, you know, bush situation. We don't need a weed whacker, but we need to pay attention to these things. You get all the products when you get yourself the Performance Package 4.0, the Lawnmower 4 trimmer. Yeah, go to manscaped.com. Put in that promo code FANSIDE20, get 20% off, and get that free shipping. The Windy City Podcast with an interview this week, and Kate Cunningham starts right now. Showtime. What's going on, Mark? Kate, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? Uh, I'm great. Excited to talk to you. I know you're working with Just Egg today, so we might as well just start there. I'll get right into it. <laughs> you're you're a young man, Cade, to have already gone vegan and working with Just Egg, so this speaks to a level of maturity. Why do you like the Just Egg product? Why'd you want to get involved? I mean, more than anything, you know, it's a good product. It tastes good, and I think that's something that, you know, if I can't eat it, then, then there's really no point of getting involved. But, um, and then just, you know, everything that it, it lines up with, you know, as far as me and, and being vegan. Um, I got to talk to, you know, the the founders, and, and I really just like how, you know, their approach towards eating healthy and finding new ways to, to you know, find substitutions for those things that we like and are comfortable, um, but don't, you know, line up with vegan diet. So, just that stuff is, is real deal. I, I love being a part, you know, partner with them, and it's been fun so far. Is anyone in your family vegan? Like, how'd you get to this point? Yeah, my older brother, he's he's a, a disciplined, super disciplined vegan. Um, and so he really, you know, kind of put veganism kind of into my mind. And then from then on, you know, I've seen him doing it. I was doing it at the same time, uh, you know, trying to keep up with him. Um, and then, you know, just as I've moved around and things like that, you know, I've, I've bounced vegetarian, vegan. But um, now I've found a, a good vegan routine, and, and I'm happy with it. I've been covering the league for a long time, Cade, and this is not calling anybody out, but most young guys, like I'll see them, they're having a couple hot dogs before the game or knocking down some popcorn. 
<laughs> and they're good. No, they're, for sure. You know, they're twenty-two. They and they go out. They you know they put up twenty, thirty points. It 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 doesn't really matter. Uh, you know what they put in their body. So is this also part of you trying to be your best on the court? Definitely, definitely. I think you know more than anything, it was just a, a lifestyle choice. But I knew what it would you know bring for me on the basketball court and just my body. Um, and I wanted to try something new. I wanted to try to see what my body could do and, and how my body would react to that type of stuff. So um, definitely basketball played a huge role in it. I mean, basketball is what I do. Basketball is, is my love. So I, I've been trying to find different ways to get as good as I can at it. So I'm watching the NBA draft, Kate, and, of course, you, you're the number one pick. You're going to Detroit, and you're getting you know, all the interviews that you do on draft night. And – I'm coming up on uh, you know my late forties here, Kate. Not to out myself, but I'll do it. And I'm, think- <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, this young man seems more mature than me. You just <laughs> you were handling the moment so well. I- I'm wondering where do you think that comes from? It's a lot of different things, but you know I've seen people be able. I've seen my parents, you know, go through adversity and, and you know stay calm, never feel like, never make. You know, me, my siblings feel like anything was, was, you know, going on or anything like that. And so, you know, just seeing just seeing people, you know, find poise and, and adverse situations whenever, you know, emotions are running high, things like that. Um, with my parents, coaches that I've played for, things like that. I mean, I, I think the best thing that I did growing up was just pay attention and, and listen to, you know, my elders and, and watch, you know, what I liked and what I didn't like. And so... You know, draft night was crazy for me. It was, you know, so many emotions going on. But I feel like, you know, just just throughout my life, I've been able to, you know, have so many things going on in my mind, but still be able to stay poised that, you know, in that moment, it, it kind of still shone, shone through. I don't want to get too personal here, but, like, are, are we talking about, uh, and stop me if I do here, but are we talking, like, financial stuff growing up or just normal mom and dad having their arguments or what what lessons would you underline that kind of were, you know, put in front of you? Yeah, I mean, just all that type of stuff. Um, you know, my parents would, would, are some of the hardest working people I've ever met. My dad still gets up 4.15 every morning. My mom is up right after him. And, you know, they're working every day. And so, you know, emotions run high whenever you're in an environment like that where, you know, they're, they're working so hard to make sure that everything was straight with us. Um, and so, you know, just seeing how they were able to, to keep the team together. I use a team analogy. The way that they were just able to, you know, stay poised and, and still conduct the house how they did, I mean, our parents were the real deal. So I, I think it just, you know, kind of that light kind of sound through me. What kind of work do your parents do? My mom is a travel agent. My dad is a, a, he's a team leader for electric company, Siemens Electric Board Company. So this was a go-to-work, handle-your-business family, and Cade, you're going to do the same thing or else there's going to be trouble. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. you got to be doing something around the career. you got to be active, trying to, trying to improve something, or, you know, you got to be doing something. Yeah. Stay busy. I know you played uh, ball against your dad and your brother uh, growing up. Did they ever let you win? Uh, they never let me win. I went and got my – I went and earned some wins, though, but <laughs> – I was, they never let me. Yeah. That was a learning lesson, I, I guess, I'm sure, as well, right? Like, nothing's going to be given to you? Right, definitely, definitely. I mean, 
my dad is an ultra competitor, so a big time athlete. My dad was was probably still the fastest dude in the crib all the way up until he was like <laughs> up until not too long. You know what I'm saying? Until I was probably a sophomore in high school or something. My pops, my pops is still fast and throw the football. I mean, he was playing flag football all the way up until about two years ago. So he he's a competitor. He's ultra athlete. My brother's the same. So having them two not taking it easy on me, I mean, I knew I had to work at something to, to figure it out. If they had told freshman Cade Cunningham, who's, who's starting on varsity and, and playing incredibly well, but if they had said to you then, hey, in – four or five years, you're going to be the number one pick in the NBA draft. Would you have believed it? I think I would have been, I would have been shook, but I wouldn't have put it past myself though at the same time, just because I knew how hungry I was. and I kind of always had a vision of, of greatness and, and, and all that for myself. So the number one pick is, is great right now, but I mean, I've always envisioned a lot more than, than just that. So, I would have definitely been shocked just because of you know how much I've been dreaming about that one moment, but I wouldn't put it past myself. So I could make the headline for this piece, number one overall pick, Cade Cunningham, far from satisfied. This is just the beginning, basically? Right, exactly. I mean, number one pick was great, but that's, that's, you're just going to a team. Everybody has to put their jersey on in the NBA. Who'd you look up to most on the court growing up? Uh, Dirk Nowitzki was my favorite player growing up, for sure. Um, the Mavs was my hometown team, so he won a championship for us. And, and I mean, just throughout his career, he was the real deal. So definitely Dirk was my favorite player growing up. So I'll give you a little background on uh, myself. I, you know, I grew up in Chicago, Cade. So I was 11 years old when, when, when MJ was a rookie. So I'm a huge Jordan guy. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, just, you know, I'm not. I mean, I think I'm, of course, right, but I have major biases here on, on MJ being the, <laughs> the greatest of all time. But for you know somebody like yourself and your your age, like you guys grew up and it was LeBron. So when people right, exactly. the, so right, so when people ask you like greatest of all time, are you are you going to say LeBron because that's who you saw? Right. That's that's what I always say. I always say you know I I've been able to see LeBron. I was never able to be around and and see full games and know the, all the storylines going into games and things like that with Michael Jordan. So it's hard for me to put somebody ahead for, of LeBron because LeBron is the best player I've seen in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's painful for me, but I, I get how time goes on, and, and, <laughs> and, and that's just the way it is. It was a lot of fun, Kate. I'm not mad at you, though. You, you know what I'm saying? You're a Bulls fan. You've seen all that. So <laughs> trust me, I've seen all the Michael Jordan stuff. Like, I mean, dude is different. I'm already knowing So. I, I I can't argue with the fact that that you think he's the goat, but in my eyes, I said I said LeBron. Yeah, no, I I got it. I mean, you weren't around when he was scoring thirty seven a night and getting two hundred steals and a hundred blocks and was the best <laughs> the best player on both ends of the court. On a, it was it, 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 I I get it. I I no, I, I understand. Hey, I'll see. We it was it was an unbelievable rivalry with Detroit, by the way, and maybe maybe you guys can get that back going with with Chicago. Do you know yeah. uh, there there was a piston on that bad boys team that that was a vegan or is vegan now? Do you have any idea who I'm talking about? On the bad boys team, mm-hmm. uh, who was it? He was long like you, but he couldn't handle the rock like you. John Sally later in his career, and now he's a big time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he actually went raw vegan at one point. 
I which mean, is like a whole nother level and tough. So, yeah, I, I think I did recognize. I, did, I forgot he was he was vegan. Yeah, I, I've I've talked to him about it. He just and you know we're doing this on 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 the phone, so I can't see you. But Sally would just look at me with his eyes, and be like. I don't eat any carcass. You, you, look at you. you. You see this body? Yeah. You know, that, that's – John's. He's, he's serious about it. He's serious about that, yeah. yeah. I respect it. I respect that for sure. Yeah. So, just real quick on the court, Summer League going on here, and, I mean, it, it's almost like it was the NBA Finals this week. You, you know, yourself and Jalen Green. I mean, this is a Summer League game. There's just a lot of a lot of eyeballs on UK, which is I think sweet, but maybe a lot to digest. And just a, you know, we're we're in the middle of August. You're playing Summer League. These games, we're not even in the preseason, right? Right, right, exactly. You know, it's it's definitely you know just fun to be able to get back out there and be on the court with with other guys again. I mean, I had in my pre-draft process, it was me versus, you know, my brother and my cousin, you know, just working out. So I wasn't able to, to you know, kick it out to guys and throw lobs and, you know, be with other guys, be in huddles and things like that, be in locker rooms. So, I mean, right now I'm I'm having just so much fun being able to be back out there and be in a team atmosphere again. Um, and so, I mean, obviously, you know, it sucks to lose. Things losing. I mean, I wish that we won both of those games, but – like you said, it's the summer league, and I mean we're not even in preseason yet. So, we, our main focus is just getting better, feeling each other out more, and I think we're doing that. I mean, we've had some good moments for sure. We've been able to, to you know, sow sow some of the light that people are seeing in us. Um, but we just got to sustain it. But, and I'm I'm hoping you have instant success, Kay. But I'm thinking about guys who've entered the league young and. You know, Kobe came off the bench and was super frustrated with his minutes. I remember covering a very young Tracy McGrady, and after a game, he just looked straight distraught. Like there is a there is a big ramp up period, you know, going into the league. How how do you how right. are you, how are you bracing yourself for you know competing against guys a decade older than you? And they've got to put in all that work, and you're you're climbing as fast as you can. But you know, some of these nights you're just going to be playing catch up. Right. I mean. You know, more than anything, you have to know what it is. I think perspective is is everything in this league. Um, I mean, I'm coming in as the number one pick, and I know, you know, people want to see that instant success. They want to see that instant impact. And I, it, trust me, I, I'm, you know, playing to to get to it right now. I'm playing to win and, and, you know, put on shows right now. But I also know that, you know, I'm 19 years old. I'm just now stepping into this league, and there's a lot more to learn about the league that, you know, you you just don't know everything until you have some experience in it. So um, that's the main thing that I'm excited about, honestly, is just, you know, being able to, to really get comfortable in the in the NBA and be able to, you know, be around and, and know every team's system, know all the assistant coaches, and, you know what I'm saying, know everybody in the league and just, you know, get comfortable and be able to play my game. So I know it's a long journey. I'm I'm really focused on being able to win championships, and I know you can't win a championship in the summer league game, and I know it's really hard to win a championship going into your rookie season. So it's just all about working and, and steady climbing. I mean, it's it's a long journey. I know perspectives and, and opinions are being formed right now through summer league games. Like you said, you know, everybody was watching that game last night, me versus Jalen, but, 
No, I'm I'm not I wouldn't I didn't get too hyped about that matchup. Of course I wanted to go at him and, and prove to everybody, you know, the head up matchup and prove to everybody who I am in that head up matchup, but I know, you know, trying to figure out this team is what's the most important right now. Have you made your one first big purchase? Anything that you treated yourself to get into this level? I haven't made like a, a one huge purchase yet. Um, I'm I'm still trying to figure out my my living conditions in Detroit. Figure out where I'm gonna stay at. Um, find a crib out there, uh, and then I'll find I'll find what I'm gonna be pushing around. What my car is gonna be <laughs> doing once I get back out there from summer league. But nothing too crazy right now. I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. All right. Well, have fun with that well, one. I got something. I got you. I'm going to let you know. Okay. I, hey, Ken, I appreciate it. Hey, I'm I'm really happy to got to talk to you today. I'm super uh, super impressed getting to know you here a little bit, and I'll uh, be excited to watch you this season and, and, and down the line as well. So good luck to you, Ken. Appreciate the time. No, for sure. I appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Ray, people will come, Ray. For reasons they can't even fathom. Tim Anderson digging in one for four tonight. Good matchup here for a low ball hitter, sinking fastball. This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. Turn up your driveway, not knowing for sure why they're doing it. They'll arrive at your door, as innocent as children, longing for the past. It's a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good, and it could be again. And they'll watch the game. It'll be as if they dipped themselves in magic waters. Anderson hits it in the air to right. Back at the wall, and the White Sox win it. over the money without even thinking about it. Where it is money they have and peace they like. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.